0: Hey, local listeners, this is your host, Robert Kohansky with Local First Podcast, where each week I interview a local business owner, entrepreneur, or community leader. What I want to do is share their stories of their journey of success and challenges on the way to owning a business or becoming a community leader, as well as getting to know the story behind the person that's running the business truly believe behind every small business is a story that needs to be shared put out a big thank you to my sponsors exacta corporation think possibilities think exacta enjoy the show hey guys welcome to another episode of local first podcast uh today's show uh, this is going to be a little bit different you know a lot of these small businesses listen to the show and entrepreneurs so today we're going to talk about sourcing and sourcing the things that you need. And there's a lot of different platforms out there that you can use. Um, this one's really different. Um, it's up and coming and new, and I'm really excited to learn more about it for myself as well. So I'll introduce you to Scott LeBeau with One Source Direct. How are you doing today, Scott? Good, robbing yourself? I'm doing great. It's uh getting to be fall season and uh, at least we get some football around here to watch again. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's kind of different. and I mean, actually seeing the fans in the stands was kind of nice too. So yeah, it
0: is. It is. I'm excited. You know, um, at this time of year, it's just one thing though. It's always the, um, it's going to get cold soon. So
1: yeah, well, just look at the last few weeks. It's gone from ninety down in the seventies and fifties at night. So I, oh, I, know. I think it's just around the corner. Just
0: around the corner. <laughs> we'll be all right. It's that's the seasons of the being in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So uh, I love it. I love the seasons. And you know, um, like I said in the beginning, I know, mean, I'm really excited about you know what One Source Direct is going to have to offer for small business entrepreneurs and so forth. But before we get into that, I always like the listeners to learn a little bit more about who Scott is. So what's your background? You know, who is Scott Lobo? That's kind of a
1: loaded question.
0: Uh, it is. <laughs> I was like, so we do have a certain amount of time, but you know, you know, the sure. abbreviated version.
1: Well, um, pretty much born and raised in the area, uh, except for a little bit of time I spent in the upper peninsula of Michigan, where part of my family still lives. But the majority of my professional career has been in banking. I've been in banking for over 35 years. I have worked with consumers. I worked with businesses, um, both in sales operations. So I have a pretty wide background in, in terms of bank operations and um, come across a lot of customers over the course of my, you know, 30 plus years. So it's been a challenge.
0: Oh yeah. So what do you like to do for fun other than banking?
1: Uh, I'm a golfer. A golfer. Okay. Uh, you know, of course with uh, having kids know their sports or going to dance competitions. My son's is in baseball. Uh, my wife is, uh, a runner, I suppose we're actually hitting the South Dakota next month for a, a half marathon around Mount Rushmore. Wow. So that'll, that'll be nice. As the kids have gotten a little bit older, um, you know, as their events take us farther away, we've kind of used them for, uh, for traveling a little bit. Um So other than that, just, Six pets staying around the house. Got a lot going on. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice. So you get to travel with the
0: kids and the sports stuff. I've yes. been there,
1: done all that. So yeah. I, I know exactly yeah. what you're it talking was, about. It was, it was nice. We went out to Cooperstown a couple of years ago and came back through the East Coast, spent some time in Pittsburgh. So okay. It was, really a, it was really a lot of fun other than, you know, sitting in the car for 14 hours. But... Uh, You know, nowadays, it's a lot different than I was a kid. Back in the day, you literally had to play, you know, the license plate game. License plate game. But now they have, you know, electronics, so they're always watching movies, playing games. So,
0: you know, that's a little bit
1: easier on kids to travel these days. Oh, yeah. A little bit easier. (laughs) So,
0: all right. So, we're getting into, you know, an age where there's a lot of small businesses and there's a lot of different platforms out there that, you know, they have to offer to that they can like kind of like, get services done for that. It's like, uh, as an entrepreneur, especially myself, it's like, can't do everything. Right. And so describe a little bit about what OneSource Direct is, you know, before we get into like the whole nuts and bolts of it, you know, you know what is OneSource Direct? And uh, let's start with this.
1: How or, how or why w- was this created? It actually started through my banking career. Um, back in the day, before the internet was popular, I always remember, when you're going to go out and see customers, I always told you to take a... Uh, You know, if you come across an article in a local newspaper that showed, okay, about, let's say, farming. if There's something about farming related in there. If you're going to go see a farmer, you take that article with them. And so I think as we built this initially, our focus was primarily on community banks. But we expanded that as I started thinking more about about my experiences. And I sat down with friends of mine that owned businesses and learned about their struggles. And unfortunately, the downside of, you know, my job is sometimes I've actually had to close a business. So you learn a lot just dealing with them about, you know, their access to information. And that's really um, how things developed over the course of the past six years.
0: Okay. And then when it comes to, you know, once you get into that, you know, how did, you know, uh, source Direct, you know, what does that do for a small
1: business or anybody? It actually, it's a different kind of platform in that users connect directly with one another. So rather than going to an internet search and saying, I'm looking for an account, typing an account into a search bar and you get millions of pages, millions of results, through the platform, you're able to connect directly with an accountant. So what we're calling a need, so if I have a need for an account, I go in, I I complete the form, the minute I hit submit, it actually will go out to any accounts that are on the software or on the platform that are in your geographic area. So rather than having to filter them uh, through them one by one, you automatically connect directly with them. So it takes a lot of the legwork out of finding an accountant when you could connect directly with somebody.
0: So how does you how do you pick like if there is ten accounts right, how do you pick between those
1: well first as the person that receives that opportunity I can decide if I want to want that opportunity or not if I have enough on my plate I can just hit uh, I'm not interested and then it goes away otherwise what you can do through the platform you can actually message so if I'm interested in seeing a user and the user has a profile and if they have any of their newsletters uploaded or if they have any information on the company I can kind of research them before I reach out to them. And one of the advantages of what we're doing is users remain anonymous. So I can message back and forth without somebody knowing who I am. So as the person sending that need, if I look for that account, I'm not worried about getting 15 phone calls two seconds after I hit submit. So it's a much more selective process where I can kind of vet them out without, you know, them being aware of who I am. And I don't know who they are. They don't know who I am. Until a user says I'm interested, then that's when I can see who they are. But they still don't know who I am.
0: Okay, so it's a little bit
1: of anonymous. So you don't yes. really know
0: who's who's on the other yes. side, but you do kind of figure out. You can kind of see right. see who they are without
1: them seeing who you are. Right. And they can't trace back. Tra- trace back to you. There's no cookies. There's no spam. No pop. No pop-up ads. None of that. So, again, we try to make it so that it's a very simple process. Um, and especially when you talk about, so you know, small businesses should spend six hours uh, a week on social media we hope that this will save that six hours and allow people to connect and also promote their business at the same time.
0: What were some of the challenges that you had, you know, developing this platform?
1: Making sure that I stayed open-minded, you know, being a banker, comes from, I come from a very structured uh, environment. And as I've gone through this, I okay. tried to maintain a very uh, open mind towards everything. In fact, one of the people that have been, that's been helping me always told me that, uh, this is going to end up somewhere where you don't expect it to go. Yeah. So I've always had that in the back of my head because um, if I think we, we try to limit it, it would have really um, hurt what we've built so far and I think where we're going to go because we're very confident that where we are right now is literally just a start of where this, where this possibly could go. In fact, when you go to the website, you'll see that there's four tabs. We already have ideas for two more tabs that we think will help so those are things we want to vet out through some of the early adopters um there's also some additional screen enhancements that we want to make again this is where the early adopters to the platform will help us and guide us to making sure that what we're building is useful for that for the end user
0: i like that i like that so let me ask you this like what kind of you mentioned like the an accountant so what types of services could a small business or someone look for? I mean, like for example, I might be looking for someone to to do outbound calls or social media or marketing, or I mean, what, what's the limit or what's the, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, what's the limit on what you could find on there? At this point,
1: we haven't found one. I've actually, uh, again, that's part of keeping the open mind because if this is really going to work for that small business user, we have to try to minimize any type of limitations right now, as we get ready to launch a site. We have about 30 different what we're calling specialties, which is nothing more than an industry of what somebody does. Sure. And those can easily be added. So if there's something that we're we're missing, we're more than willing to consider it and open it up.
0: What about like rating...
1: Ratings of like uh,
0: services from the people that are using them? Are you looking at doing like, 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 almost like, I don't know whether they're a Yipe account or, you know, hey, this guy didn't look really good or this guy did, you know, hey, stay away from
1: them. That's that's a very tricky subject simply because I've talked to people that use other platforms and some platforms actually force a rating. Right. So our plan is to sit down with, again, our early adopters and figure out the best way to do that. That's meaningful. Um, because, again, I mean, I've, I've actually someone that's helping me on a freelancer side, I mentioned that people will actually use that rating as leverage against them when they charge their rates and build them. Oh, wow. So for us, it's like, okay, that's not going to be there. Now, initially. But if you're dissatisfied with the customer or they're dissatisfied with you, we can always block a user inside the platform so that they will have no communication with them going forward.
0: But they can still do business out there? Yes. Potentially. Totally. See, sure. it, that's interesting. Cause I, I'm a, i am I like, I guess I got caught up in reading reviews, Uh, you know, whether it's on Amazon or where I'm buying stuff or getting services to kind of figure out what people are saying about that product service or who's doing what and how does that, you know, how does that rate or bring a person up or down in the category or do they, does they, um, uh, as a small business, do they actually see that or can they see those types of things and how they've helped other people or is that something that, the, the service provider has to promote themselves.
1: I think, again, there's different ways on the platform you can promote yourself. So, I and mean, if you have, like, articles or offers or things like that, you can actually put those offers. So that's how you promote yourself to other users. Again, I'm just, I'm so fearful of that, of that rating system. And we've, the developers and I have had long conversations about that. And the best we can do is, again, ask for feedback. Because yeah. I, I honestly do not know the best way to do that. Okay, you know, it, 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 to me, it's almost like okay, you catch somebody on a good or a bad day.
0: That's true. That's true. So, and it, it, it's interesting. It's like, okay, well, we'll see how that goes. I'm kind of curious to see what what happens on so that. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what it says is you—you you know, your model looks like it's going to be able to connect, create, and grow. So, you're connecting. Is it? Is it? Is it a social media platform, or is it just a place where <clears throat> you can go and? find other people to help yourself out or help yourself it's out. It's
1: pretty much just going to be a connection tool. Our goal is to make that in, uh, introduction and initial connection. And unlike some of the other platforms that you see where, okay, you know, you can find uh, an, an advisor through this platform, you know, we'll help you negotiate a price and everything like that. That's not something we want to do. Our goal is to simply make that initial introduction. Um, we fully expect people to take conversations off this, uh, off the platform and in part what this will allow us to do is to minimize the information that we will house on, on our platform. So we don't carry a lot of personal information. So really there's no risk of somebody hacking us because, you know, you don't have a contact list inside the platform. You don't have search results. You don't have the typical things that you would see that somebody can get into and also start blasting everything out to their, their contact saying, you know, hey, here's something going on or, or whatever. So we've created this again, with the idea that we'll make that introduction and then you can move uh, outside of the platform to negotiate price and everything like that.
0: So it's really just a place to connect.
1: Connect, right. And so you can promote your business. And promote
0: your business correct. and connect. So I go, I go on the site and then go, I'm looking for a content provider. And then it just shows up. It shows a list of all the content so you, providers. You, you
1: won't even see the list. Sorry for interrupting. But oh, no. You won't, you won't even see the list. The minute you hit that form, it automatically goes out to them. You you'll define a geographic region that you do business. You define it; the uh, other users define their geographic regions. So, what the site will do: there's no logarithms or anything that says, "Okay, this person's had five you know satisfactory rooms. Anyone that's inside the the two geographic areas where they meet and is a content provider automatically gets a lead. So, there so is, it's it's
0: up to the service provider to connect with the request. Yes.
1: Um, so, so again, so it's different than that. Um, we, we have what we're calling active leads, which are just a way to kind of control things to make sure people keep their website or their, their profiles clean. But again, if I decide that it's, it's somebody that I don't want to, you know, I don't have time to take on, I just have to click not interested. And then the person that sent that request never knows I saw it.
0: So, okay. So That's, again, it's almost like a reverse... Uh, it's kind of like the engineering of how I'm thinking about going to find a
1: provider. Right. It's, it's about putting you in contact with people that can help you. And then you, you know, if you think about it, if, if you have that internet search and I go through page one of the results, I'm going to end up calling every one of those to see if they're interested to see if they even have, you know, what I'm looking for. Right. This kind of helps weed some of that out. In fact, when I mentioned earlier about some of the uh, enhancements, um, what we're looking at doing as part of the needs form. We're going to make that industry specific. So let's say if I'm looking for, and I can use this because I've actually talked to someone in the insurance industry, what are five questions that you could ask to help decide if this is something that I think I can help. So you're not wasting the time of the sender or the person that's receiving the lead. And even within that, our goal is to try to make them so that there are series of drop-down menus so that that way the person submitting this request, can do it very easily very simply and hopefully my goal. and I'm not sure if this is possible I would like to keep that request under 30 seconds so that but provide enough information that someone that receives that what we're calling is a lead receives that lead so they can actually identify whether or not I can help that person
0: so it's really on that that service provider to see that notification and decide whether or not they're going to do something right. with that and in I'm just thinking out loud here. You got my mind just going, Scott. I'm just like, I'm like, well, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to pick it apart, but at same time I'm like, I'm just like, I'm curious.
1: No, no, it, it's, it's fine. In fact, like the ways that you're going to be notified initially it's going to be an email, but as part of the enhancements are going to come along, we'll be set up, we're setting them up so you can get an email, text, or both. Okay. Um, we're also looking at separating each one of the tabs so that the notifications can be separate. So, Let's say if I submit a need and someone I'm waiting for someone to, you know get back to me. I can have those so they'll be sent daily to me. Whereas if it's a lead or a business opportunity, those can be immediate. And then if I get offers and articles and things of that nature, I can set those to different parameters.
0: So it's all right. I'm just I'm trying to visualize this how this comes in there. And is there an expectation for the service providers to say, okay, if you get a lead or something like that, that you have to respond. You should respond immediately, obviously. Right. But you don't not everybody always does. Right.
1: Well, and at some point, if I, let's say I sent that need request out and I, at any point I can pause it. So if I get 10 responses within a day and I figure that's enough for now, I can actually suspend the request so that I cannot accept any additional offers at that time until maybe I vet those 10 out. So at any point you can cancel it or, you know, uh, suspend it just to make sure that the person that sent it is not inundated with a lot of um, a lot of questions and emails, because again, the ability to message back and forth and forth and ask questions has been, uh, um, has been something I'm very proud that we've been able to build without using external emails and letting contact information go out. there. So that was, I think a nice add to the platform.
0: I like that. <laughs> so like, if you're not collecting information or in anybody's data, how are you as, you know, owner of the business or the marketing connecting or communicating with them?
1: Um, Well, we'll, we'll the information that they're going to have on the site will be their the same public information, their email address, their contact information, what their business does. Right. So it's typically the same information that they have on the platform. Um, Since we are a subscription-based model, we're going to, um, our service provider for credit cards actually will house all the information. We will never see the uh, end user's credit card information. Okay. they, they retain that information. So when we did this, Simplicity was one of our drivers, uh, being anonymous was another, but we're also very concerned about the privacy of the users.
0: This really just pulls, I keep saying this, pulls my mind, because I'm just trying to, like, like, what what we're all used to is, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the Fiverr, the, the LinkedIn's, and all these other service providers right. that are literally totally opposite of what you're doing. Yep. And that, that's why it's like, that's it's, why it's, I, I'm sitting there looking, I'm like... I'm like, wow. I, I'm like, okay, so I'm going to go out today and I'm going to look for content planners or content providers. And instead of me having to go out there and do all the work and search for them, they're actually going to come to me.
1: Yeah. You know, and there's, it's funny because when I talk to people, I start explaining, I always refer to that as this aha moment when what we're doing, Um, it, it, you can kind of see it on someone's face, but Again, I think in a lot of respects, social media is a great platform, you know, and if you have the time and resources to be on it, it, it works excellent. But there's, you know, 14 million businesses in the US that don't even have a website. You know, there's 400 million small businesses or micro businesses globally, you know, and those are the individuals that don't really, may not have the financial resources or the time to, to take on a social media platform. You know, I, I, when I was doing some of the math as we're working to get the site ready, I sat down and I started reading that article. that talked about six hours a week. Well, if you factor that, if you multiply that out, that actually comes out to 38 days a year or 39 days a year that someone has to spend on social media to run a small business. That's literally almost two months worth of work. I'm like, that's a lot of time. And so many small businesses own work you know, more than 60 hours a, a week. Um, again, that's, we're hoping that this will save them time and effort and, also, make their business more more accessible without the, maybe the need to have a a website,
0: okay, okay, so
1: what does success look like for you? <laughs> uh, loaded the The first time that I can hear somebody out and say that what we've done makes all the sense in the world the The time that we can sit down with the end users and work through the enhancements we have or there's something that we didn't think of. That we can help them. That's really what this is about. This is not about, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to say personal fame, but I wish I could be anonymous myself, but I understand I kind of have to be the face of all this, but you know how
0: many times I hear that from business owners? Like, yeah, yeah. it's like, I, I, I I have this great business, but I don't want to be the face of it. No. I hear I hear that all the time, and then I just want to grab you by the neck and go. But you gotta get your face out there and tell the world. Yes, I, I, I get that, and, and, and I'm gonna do that.
1: Um, but you know, in in terms of the structure I put around uh, around myself, I said I, I have developers, I have marketing people, I have finance people, I have these people already in place. Yeah, and I, I flat have told them. I said, you know, you might not see me for two or three days. I said, but during that time, I said, my goal is to actually sit down with a small business owner to find out, you know, what we've built, how does it work, how do we make it better? The the mantra that I keep telling one of the developers is that our goal is to use our um, end users as as our board of directors. Okay. Ultimately, to me, that's who I should report to. And the fact that we built something that works for them, I'd rather be accountable to them than to a group of people sitting in a room that may not understand what their needs are. So I'm very focused on making sure that we get their input going forward. Small business owners have had a big part in what we've built so far. And I want to continue that.
0: I like that. And it's going to be, from what I understand, it's going to be subscription-based. Yes. So the small business is going to have subscription
1: fee as well as the service provider. Yes. We will also have a free platform. The free platform will allow you to get some information but you will not be able to receive that need or the business opportunity. You will not be able to promote yourself uh, via an offer, an article, but you'll be able to get information to the platform. So, okay. So we will have that as well.
0: And they'll be able to create a profile on there so yes. they can put their, and they can put their articles on there and right. stuff that they've done, accomplishments and
1: things like that. Right. And you can, you'll be able to attach uh, a link to an article, uh, things like that, uh, URLs. Um, you have it be able to put a brief description in there as well. So, you know, again, think, think about all the small businesses that have a newsletter and literally it sits on their website waiting for someone to stumble across it. So this is a platform whereby they could take whatever newsletters they have and actually put them out there in front of people. Because, again, lead you receive automatically, but you can do the same thing with the offers and articles. So if there's things that I'm interested in, I can automate those in my my profile. So if someone puts out an article on content marketing, I get it right away. I don't have to search for it.
0: I like that. I got the, like so many questions. I can't. They're just like balled up my head on this. Like, I'm trying to envision this, it. so and it's like I see it. It's like okay, well,
1: it, it's, it's it's hard.
0: It's hard initially, and it's like I, you know, you describe it. I, I see it as as kind of a cool thing because, as a small business owner entrepreneur, like you said, is like they're always so busy, and you know, a lot of times they're working around the clock to keep things going. And instead of, instead of having a search out there, if they know exactly and can put a detailed description of what they're looking for put it here and go and send it
1: out and then all you have to do is just wait for right to be contact you know and again with with marketing people that i'm working with you know we've had discussions about all this and i said you know again social media is a great platform but i think to some extent we've been led to believe it should be more difficult than it is you know, and I jokingly, and I'm not going to put this in there, but I always refer to it kind of as a pyramid scheme, a non-financial pyramid scheme. Because if you think about social media, to grow my my following, I have to help and reshare somebody else's business. So for a short period of time, I'm promoting them. Right. With the hope that eventually someone's going to do the same thing to me. Uh-huh. You know, and maybe being in banking isn't a good thing when you <laughs> take like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> but, but that's almost what it seems like to me. And you spend so much time out there Growing, growing uh, a member base um, that really, how many, how many of them generate leads for somebody as well? Yeah, I mean, there's true. They really are few and far between.
0: That that is so true. What has you fired up about the future?
1: It's unknown. It's unknown. I think that again, I, I have a very good group of people around me. Um, that's always key. Yeah, they very much understand how I process information in terms of. Um, wanting to learn about this even more. And the interesting part of my metamorphosis, if you will, is initially I had to rely upon people when I started this that were small business owners. I said, as I've come through this, I go, I have realized more and more what they go through and what they deal with. And, you know, when you ask before about um, what success looks like, one of the things that we've done is we've already identified um, groups that we can help support. And especially now, you know, seeing especially with the economy, how can we help small businesses, you know, get through this? And how can you how can we help develop programs with local colleges or high schools um, to make it easier for people to to get into the business world? Well, and one of my cousins that works for a nonprofit down in Nashville, we've already had conversations about as we're going forward, bringing on some of his kids that he deals with that have come from backgrounds I can't even imagine getting them involved in what we're doing not as um, an observer but you know making them like you know, an employee just to give them opportunities so I think that's how we're going to learn so I think that that's probably one of the things I'm really looking forward to is once we get this going what can we do to help other people
0: I just, I just something, I don't know, I'm just going to throw this out there. I I mean, I, I had a thought. It's a thought. I I was like, have you ever considered using this, this platform to possibly bring on like uh, college students and interns and things like that?
1: We've actually researched that in the past as well. So again, as we go forward, I think this would be a, a great opportunity. And with some of the technology and things that they're learning, I think we would gain just as much from them as they would from us. Right. I think it would probably be, is not Steve Jobs that said, um, we hire smart people so they can tell us what to do. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> along those lines. I you love know. it. Yeah. You know, just making sure that, again, we're open-minded to where we go. And uh, whenever I've talked to a developer, a marketing person, I really, like, sometimes it does take a little bit to make sure I step back. But, again, it's... It, they make it easier for me to do it that way. So,
0: it, yeah, that is really cool that you you, you do that because I have run into the past of uh, a few uh, business owners and uh, people that um, in your position, which I I hear from you is you actually letting your team do what they're supposed to be doing.
1: I don't I don't know what they do. I, I, I but but that's <laughs>
0: that's part of the freedom of you know being able to do that mm-hmm. and, and have people that you can know and trust to make sure things are getting done. And, and I've seen the opposite of that where it, it's been micromanaged to death
1: and nothing ever gets done. That's, when you read the stats, that's one of the major reasons that small businesses fail is because, you know, the, the owner tries to do everything and there's so much that I don't know.
0: Isn't that true? And I I, I heard this quote, I was doing some training over the weekend on Sunday and, and this really hit me hard because it, it, it just was like, it just was like, like, wow, it was kind of one of those things like you just slap in the face, like, yeah. And it's it was progress over perfection yeah and it was like so simple i'm going it, he's like and, and then he goes it doesn't have to be perfect just start doing it and start moving and start progressing forward. and forward. and the more you do and then i look at i, I related to you know my show on local first podcast is okay the first show i did after i go back and listen to it it's not the same as no. this one right here <laughs> no. after a hundred or so it's <laughs> like you look back
1: it's like yeah
0: we grew a little bit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the growth is a growth is a good thing. It
0: it, it, it is, and you know it doesn't always. Ha- I mean, I I just being here, you watching me get set up. It's it's never perfect. No, it never is. But you know what? You press record, and we have a conversation.
1: Right. And again, I think that that's how that's how what we're doing is going to get better. You know, the the ideas of having a focus group or sitting down with people. I go, I really, as much as I can. I don't want someone else sitting in that room. Besides me, you know, I, I want to be in that room, I should say. Right. I want to make sure that the people, you know, that they can talk directly to me. In fact, as we market this with the early adopters, they have my email address.
0: And, you know, and I, I love that, that you're, you're actually out there and getting the, you know, feedback from the early adopters to make it better as it grows and along the way. And I think that's really, a. a um an awesome model because then the the service providers and the people that the small business is going to feel like they're a part of this community and help it grow.
1: Right. And you know, some of the partnerships we're trying to build are with some small business groups and organizations and, and getting their feedback as well. Um, again, it's just, it's trying to, trying to find um, the people that we can help.
0: Okay. So with that, how does one get started?
1: You can go to our website, www.onesourcedirect.net. If you go there, and actually with Rob's group, we will be offering an early adopter uh, promo. So what we'll do is the site, the platform, offer offers approximately $720 a year. But we would like to offer for, the let's say the next 30 days will be $225 for the year. Um, And the one thing that I ask is a little bit of patience, because as we grow this, there's not going to probably be a lot of needs and leads being generated through it. (laughs) But during that time, is very critical. So if I have those newsletters, I have any offers, I have any promotions, get those loaded up so as people join the site, right. Yeah. then they're going to see your, that you're there and your information's already there. Because, again, this is kind of like a central repository for businesses, for small businesses. Sure. So whether it's information, whether it's somebody that I need that can help me. So um, we recognize that it's going to take a period of time. But, again, the early adopters will also guide what we're doing we're going to ask that if somebody is interested in being one of the early adopters and also helping us kind of guide the system, just to let me know. We will ask uh, individuals as they sign up if they want to participate. Uh, we'll send some information out over the first you know month, um, weekly by week. We haven't decided yet, but just little tips about using the site and showing how easy it is. But if you want to go to the website too, we do have a series of short demo videos. The, I think the four videos total less than eight minutes. So that kind of shows you pretty much how, how easy the site is to learn. And one of my standing jokes and my challenges to the developers, I said, that I hope they can never write one of those uh, dummies for one source direct users. I, I, want the, <laughs> I literally want the site to be so simple, simple and, easy yeah. and intuitive. <laughs> I don't want that book written. That's is it better be about two pages long. Two pages.
0: Yeah. I like it. I like it. I'm so excited for you, Scott. And as like, I, I see this as there's so many opportunities and possibilities and, uh, like I said, I've been super excited about sitting down with you, like even from the first time we talked at the coffee shop to being here in front of the mics and sharing this with the world. I think it's really something special, and, and it's going to be something special for a long time. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Right. Thank
1: you for your time today.
0: All right. We're not done yet. Okay. We're not done yet. We get some rapid-fire questions going in oh. here, um, and we're just going to just go ahead and, and do that. That's, that's the last segment well, I thought I again. thought it was done. No. <laughs> See, I always get you to get there and get you comfortable, and then... I'm relaxed. I, it, it, it go, I, you, you are, you're relaxed. You know, when you first came in here, you kind of, you know, a little anxious, well, but that that happens, that happens. Mm-hmm. So before I get into my rep for questions for you, um, I always allow the guests to ask me any question and I'll do my best to answer. I don't have any. You don't have, you got to have
1: something. Well, you know,
0: again, it's just it can be anything.
1: Okay. So if you'd use the site. What would be the biggest advance you you on the platform? Well,
0: the thing that I'm thinking about is, um, um, I don't know if I mentioned this before, is I'm rebooting my real estate investment company and a lot of it has to, just basically marketing. So when I'm okay. marketing for leads and basically I'm looking for uh, homeowners that want to sell their house out of convenience, whether distressed or I mean, it could be any kind of situations like that. So right now I'm setting up my systems as well okay. and, and getting it out there. So I was looking at possibly, you know, someone that would be willing to make outbound calls. Okay. Um and then doing some postings and things like that, okay. um for for that business because I was even talking about that my wife is like right now, um I got to get that all set up and do it myself and right. put put the scripts in and get like that but eventually, uh, once it's up and going is to have people do those outbound calls do do the some of the acquisitions, okay. and then just be me focused on the the marketing side
1: of it. Well, see that's like yeah, and I can kind of look at this like you know how somebody would use that for. For us as well, because on one side, so many of the businesses we're going to deal with are going to be the freelancer, the startup, the micro businesses. Right. On the platform, they're all treated the same, so we don't differentiate. So, especially for startups, this could be a great opportunity. But um, in doing so, we've already built a platform for uh, real estate as well. Because again, that's something that small businesses have. So yeah. we built the mockups for that. So I, you know, so that's interesting. Yeah, but but again, it's, if you think about the services the small business needs, are not really limited. So no. these are these are all things that we're looking for the uh, early adopters to help us with them. So excellent. I'm looking forward to it. All right,
0: here's a few questions wrap this up. Let's start with uh, let's see. We're here. we here. We're here. We're here. We're here. Um, okay, I like this one. What topic would you speak to on? A TED talk outside of your expertise?
1: Stepping outside your comfort zone. Oh, I love that. Because that's, you know, as we talked about with becoming the face of the sense, not really my comfort zone. I I can be a very good chameleon and blend into the background when I want. (laughs) But but this is is forcing me to do that. Um, And I think partially because. You always hear that comment if you enjoy what you do, it's not a day of work. Right. You know, 20 years ago, I thought that was just a scam. Now I, I believe it more and more with each passing day. Hmm. What advice would you give your younger self? Don't change anything. Don't change anything. Um, when I was talking to a gentleman I used to work with a while back on this, um, he goes, Don't you wish you could have done, done this 20 years ago? I said, I could. I didn't know what I, I know now. And really, the experience that I've had, and even my kids, I said, you know, if I would have done something different, they would have been different. Right. So I think that's, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I'm right where I'm supposed to be going. And
0: you know what? I I love it. You're 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 the only the second person of all the people I in interviewed actually said that. So there's something to that because I I always look at it, what would I change differently, and and I look at it, it was like if I changed everything differently. I may not be with my wife today for the last twenty years, right. and there's all those little things. As life is a journey, mm-hmm. you know, you got your ups and downs and whatever it may be, but you are here right now.
1: Yeah, and it, it's like my eleven-year-old son was talking about. He was, we were talking about something. He goes, "It's like the butterfly effect. Butterfly effect. Yeah, yeah. you know, and how, and how things would be different. You don't know. So, like I said, I think just don't change anything. Just don't just enjoy the thing. ride. I love it.
0: I love it. All right. Any ask request. Any last parting words for the
1: audience? I just want to thank everybody for their time. If you have questions, let me know. And I hope to see you on our website and I uh, hope to get your feedback on how we can make it better. Scott, I'm super
0: excited for what you're doing and for all the, all the service providers and business owners. And it's going to be so exciting to hear and watch us grow. Um, I'll make sure to uh, post the all this information on the show notes so you have the links, contact information on how to get started. As always, everybody, um, if you like what you hear, share it with somebody. Uh, I li- also like your feedback, your comments, uh, subscribe, as well as uh, follow me over on social media. All you have to do is look up Local First or Rob Kohansky anyway, I'm saying my name right <laughs> But, you know, that's all good. You know, we're here having fun and introducing you to new businesses every week. So thank you so much, Scott. And thank you. Wish you all the best. Thanks.